This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer and today on Squiz the World we're visiting one of our closest neighbours, Indonesia. The western half of the island that Papua New Guinea is on belongs to Indonesia, and that's only about 200 kilometres across the Torres Strait from Australia. Although you also have to get past some pretty big sharks and crocs too. But the northernmost part of Indonesia is thousands of kilometres away. That's because Indonesia is the world's biggest archipelagic country, an archipelago meaning a collection of islands. It's also the world's most populous Islamic country. Most populous meaning it has the most people. So strap yourselves into the Squiz Kids Superfast Supersonic Jetliner as we take off and take a squiz at Indonesia. Just the facts. Indonesia is a collection of more than 17,000 islands. And like Australia, it has the Pacific Ocean to the east and the Indian Ocean to the west. The capital, Jakarta, is on the island of Java. And 9 million people live in Jakarta, more than in the whole of New South Wales. Altogether, more than 10 times as many people live in Indonesia than in Australia. We have 25 million and they have 275 million. Let me say that again, 275 million people live in Indonesia. That is a lot of people. And there are thousands of different ethnic groups. But Indonesia has a motto, Bineka Tunggal Ika, which means many yet one. What they're saying is, yes, it's an extremely diverse country, but it's unified. And the thing that really unified Indonesia was its fight for independence. Let's jump into the Squiz Kids time machine to learn more. Way back in 1512, the first European ships came to Indonesia. They were Portuguese traders and they wanted to make their fortune selling the delicious nutmeg and cloves and pepper that grows in Indonesia. Spices, of course, are what make food tasty, but not many spices grow in Europe. The Portuguese ships and traders were followed by Dutch and British traders, and by 1602, the Dutch basically had control over all of Indonesia. It stayed that way for more than 300 years. When World War II came along in the 1940s, Japan invaded and the Dutch fled. In 1945, just two days after Japan surrendered in the war, Indonesians saw their chance to get rid of foreign rulers and they declared independence for Indonesia. Independence for a country means they rule themselves, they create their own laws, they run the country the way they want to run it. The Dutch weren't so keen on that and it took four years of fighting with both words and with guns until the Dutch agreed. Those four years of struggle really united Indonesians. Nowadays, every August 17, they celebrate Independence Day. Whenever you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's learn the lingo. 
In Indonesia, more than 700 languages are spoken, but the official language is called Bahasa Indonesia. And although some kids start school speaking in their first language, by year three, Bahasa Indonesian is pretty much the only language used to teach in schools. We've got our friend Gloria here to teach us some Indonesian. She recorded this video standing next to a gorgeous beach. Lucky thing. Hi, my name is Gloria. I am 10 years old and I live in Stewart's Point. My dad is from Indonesia, so I really want to learn Indonesian too. I go to an Indonesian bilingual public school in Scott's Head. Here's how you say, hello, how are you? Hello, apa kabar? And here's how you say thank you. Terima kasih. And here is how you say goodbye. Sampai jumpa. Terima kasih to you, Gloria. Now that we can communicate a little bit, it's time for school. The Indonesian education system is the fourth largest in the world. There are more than 50 million students, 3 million teachers and 300,000 schools. Imagine that, almost twice as many kids go to school in Indonesia as people live in Australia. Now, although almost 90% of all Indonesian people are Muslim, most kids go to regular public schools. Only about 15% attend special Muslim religious schools. Now, most schools in Indonesia are pretty old-fashioned. Kids spend a lot of time memorising things off by heart. Teachers don't usually ask individual kids questions. They just read something aloud and get all the kids speaking together to fill in the... Yeah, that's right, fill in the blanks. The thing I found the most fascinating about school in Indonesia is how kids in all those remote islands get to school. Some have to row across rivers or paddle in homemade canoes, and sometimes the water has poisonous snakes or crocodiles. That makes my four-block walk to primary school seem very tame. When people visit Australia, there are things they find amazing that we might take for granted, like our unique wildlife. And I think you'll be amazed by what we can find in Indonesia. Believe it or not. What would you say if I told you that there were dragons on five of Indonesia's islands? It's really true. They're called Komodo dragons. Although if you want to be a nitpicking scientist about it, they're not really dragons. They're the world's largest species of lizard. So can you hold out your arms and measure one metre? If you're a netball player, it's pretty close to the three feet you have to stay away when you're defending someone. Well, adult Komodo dragons can reach up to three metres in length. Imagine a lizard three times that long. They have a powerful tail, large claws and serrated teeth. You might remember from your science lessons that carnivorous animals, those that eat meat, are the ones with serrated teeth. And Komodo dragons do like to dine on deer and pigs, which they ambush alongside trails. They'll also snack on birds and smaller mammals. And in case you were wondering, yes, there is another large mammal that they've been known to attack and eat, humans. I know. This is one of those situations where you definitely want to follow all the directions the locals give you to stay safe. And actually, locals say that Komodo dragons are shy creatures and they'll avoid encounters with humans whenever they can. 
About 2,500 dragons exist in the wild on the island of Komodo. That's how they got their name and four other islands. But I've popped a couple of video links into your episode notes so that you can see them for yourselves. Okay, I think it's time to head inside to safety and sustenance. I think it's dinner time. As you can imagine, what you eat in a country with more than 17,000 islands and 700 languages probably depends a lot on where you find yourself in that country. But in 2014, the Indonesian Ministry of Tourism decided that it would name an official national dish. You know, they really do like that concept of unity. The dish is called tumpeng, and not only does it taste great, it looks amazing. Imagine you cook rice up with spices and then you shape the rice to look like a volcano and place it in the middle of a big platter. Surrounding the rice volcano are lots of other Indonesian dishes which bring together different cuisines from different islands. So you'll find vegetables, grilled chicken, sweet and spicy fried beef, anchovy with peanuts, shredded omelette, corn fritters, much, much more. I've put a recipe in your episode notes. You and your family may not have the stamina to cook all of those dishes, but wouldn't it be fun to make that rice and shape it like a volcano? Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What is the name for a collection of islands? Indonesia is the biggest in the world. Yeah, that's right. It's an archipelago. Question number two. Which European country wanted to take back control of Indonesia after World War II? That was a bit of a trick question. It's called the Netherlands, but the people are Dutch. And question number three. Name one of the big mammals we mentioned that Komodo dragons like to eat. yourself on the back if you said deer, pigs, or humans. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to Indonesia. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Out.